I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. How is the campaign to indoctrinate our K-12 school systems quite possibly the number one threat to the continuance of freedom in our country? Well, later in this episode, we will be sitting down with Jaime Ariano, a political prisoner abused and exiled by a corrupt government, and he's got some eye-opening information that he is going to be sharing. Welcome to Straight Talk, and as always, I am your host, Jason Brunt, and without fail, we've got another week of massive developments in the culture wars being waged in our public schools and communities. From an outright admission of intentionally grooming children 12 and under from a leading rainbow activist group to some long overdue good news in the battle of national sanity. We are going to be giving you all of the information that you need to arm yourself and your family against radical and immoral ideologies. Of course, we've got some disturbing videos from the Ku Klux Alphabet Klan. And finally, we're going to be sitting down with Nicaragua's former leading independent political journalist who was attacked by his own government for reporting simply the truth. After years of abuse, he was exiled, didn't even know what country he was going to end up in, and ended up here in the United States where he has noticed some terrifying similarities of the tyrannical tactics used in his home country, and sadly, here in America. Jaime Ariano will be joining us in the final segment to share his incredible story and insights. But first, a message from Big Brother. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or are affiliated with. Well, today we're going to jump right on into some national news. Countless wild Purple-haired, overweight women from Connecticut and frail men who take way too many selfies are on the attack again against anybody who does not share their values. One such person is yours truly. And as much fun as it might be to take a stroll down the halls of the asylum and listen to the demented patient's ramblings, I prefer to address many of their issues here for the world to see for everyone's enjoyment. Today, I would like to focus on the claim that there is no one actively trying to groom our children. We get this one a lot. Sadly, most of the people that make these absurd claims are willfully ignorant. They do not want to admit that it's happening. Well, let's be honest. They know exactly what they're doing, and they are fully aware of what is happening. They don't want to admit that they got caught before they were able to finish their mission. That's the real issue that we have here. Well, if the countless videos that we show you every single week and the endless news articles released daily are not proof enough, well, hold on to your sleep masks because we're about to give you a pretty good dose of no-dose to help open your eyes. This next video of this rainbow cult called High Tops that focuses on cultivating our children into the LGBTQ agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, what you are about to see is by far one of the most in-your-face and abhorrent things that we have shown you yet. Check this out. The most critical time to be there is grades 5 through 8 because you want to catch kids when they're starting puberty because that's the time in which identity formation is central to their lives. However, early intervention is key. So we actually are designing a kindergarten through grade two curriculum this summer. And I will tell you, one of the most rewarding experiences, Nikki, uh, we were in a local school system in an elementary school, and uh, we were in grades three, four, and five. And after we were there, um, five students went to the principal's office and came out. So we are really intentionally going into younger and younger grades. Early intervention, you have got to be kidding me. The definition of intervention, the systematic process of assessment and planning employed to remediate or prevent a social, educational, or developmental problem. 
What developmental problem do you rainbow cultists feel like you need to early intervene with our children under 12 years old? Coming from a nuclear family? Having traditional values? Being a person of faith? This is something that needs intervention? Biological ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about smoking guns? This is an entire firing squad with plumes pouring out of the end of the rifles. Your children are in the crosshairs, and if you don't wake up and start doing something about it, this train is going to go so far off the rails, you'll have no idea what this country is anymore. This is one of many groups being used as tools to destroy our country. And I'm not saying that lightly. This is a global campaign to have inclusivity. And everyone runs around with multicolored hair, wearing puppy costumes, and we all live happily ever after. That ain't gonna happen. The majority of the world is turning their back on Western cultural advancements and declaring themselves the enemy of wokeism. This is a well-designed plan that has worked as the catalyst of destruction throughout every major civilization and culture through human history. This has been proven time and time again. We mentioned the book Sex and Culture by J.D. Unwin, a social anthropologist that went through painstaking detail proving this point. A society cannot function when mental illness becomes the norm. This nonprofit, High Tops, that is aiming to teach your children that there is no such thing as straight people, only straight allies, they are heavily funded and part of a larger army of organizations trying to win over the child. You must fight back. This is not a choice. Do not put another dollar into any company that promotes this trash. Show up at every single school board meeting. Write every single one of your state representatives and most important, get off your wallet and start donating to groups that are fighting this woke army. I want to talk a little bit about one such group, the sponsors of our show, Florida Straits. They have been on the forefront of this war since their inception. They have billboards out in all the major communities that are promoting this woke agenda to offer an alternative for people to be able to celebrate their traditional values and their straight pride, for lack of a better word. They have attorney funds ready to help out whistleblowers. And they're actively working with many other different organizations, such as Brave Books, to put some books into the classrooms that will promote a more traditional value uh, alongside some of these books that they're putting into our classroom time after time that promote the woke ideology. Florida Straits, you can visit them at www.floridastraits.com. You can make a one-time donation and help them fight in this war, whether it's $1, $5, $10 or more. Every single dollar counts. Every turn, there's another expense, and these guys are fighting an endless army with a numerous amount of financial backing. So anything that you can do to help, if you want do visit floridastraits.com. Excellent organization. There's also protect our children project. That's POCP.org. Another fantastic organization that's actively working to preserve our children's innocence in the schools. But one, one last thing before we move on, you know, a lot of responses we see when we expose these groomers, and there's really no other way for these people to argue against it is, well, religion also grooms children. And look, I can't speak on behalf of any other religion, but I am a Christian. And I can tell you that my entire life, I was groomed to believe that I should practice abstinence until marriage. Not one Christian teacher is having discussions in a public school with children about who they should be having sex with. Not one. We should be able to put gay porn in schools because Bible passages are being read in schools. We hear this all the time. It's always, well, the Bible gets read. The Bible's being read. The Bible's being read. But look, I got some newsflash for you clowns. Bible passages were banned from being read in school in 1963 by the Supreme Court in a case called Township versus Shemp. These twits are so blinded by manufactured rage that they are trying to enact revenge in, on behalf of, in many cases, their grandparents' generation's microaggressions. Talk about holding a grudge. Get over it. The response from the communities of faith when this was enacted was to create private schools. Easy fix. You want to provide an environment for a select group of children to be 
constructed according to your religion. And let's be honest, the rainbow cult is a religion. Then open up your own little rainbow academy. Problem solved. They can't do that, though, because when you take these Looney Tunes out of the herd and place them into a focused environment, the statistics would work to counter every one of their arguments. That's why they need to remain getting preferential treatment on our tax dollars to hide the dangers of these developmental issues and the sick mistreatment of our children. The fact is, these children are confused and we're confusing them even more and we're completely taking away the focus of education, but people are finally waking up and demanding a stop to this madness. So check this article out here. Okay, so this one here is from 100% Fed Up. Federal Court of Appeals rules on school policy forcing students to use gender pronouns. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in St. Louis blocked an Iowa school district from enacting a policy that threatens to suspend students for not respecting gender pronouns of their fellow classmates. The 8th Circuit remanded the case to the court with directions to grant a preliminary injunction against enforcement of the portion of defendants' policies that prohibit an intentional or persistent refusal to respect a student's gender identity, the order stated. In other words, school districts are not allowed to ban merely offensive speech on gender identity, just the news founder John Solomon noted. A school district cannot avoid the strictures of the First Amendment simply by defining certain speech as bullying or harassment, the three-judge panel ruled. The court also cited the policy's vagueness because it's always vague. It has to be vague. It can be nothing other than vague because it is not steeped in reality or fact. It always has to be a gray area. Confusion. Well, guys and girls, thank God we finally have some judges that are coming to their senses, popping their heads out of their backsides, and starting to put the brakes on some of this irrational lawfare that's being waged in the court systems to make, by force, ensure that people will refer to you by your delusion. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not real. It's not. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but just because you wear a dress doesn't mean you're a woman. If you're still swinging the twigging berries downstairs, you're a dude. I'm sorry. And even if you lop it off, you're just a dickless dude. Hate to break the news to you. That's just the reality of it. But we've got another awesome story about another victory over here. So check this one out. All right, so this is an interesting one. So before I start reading this article, I want you to keep in the back of your mind the two parties that battled this one out because they're both arguably two of the most liberal liberal factions in our country. So this one's on revolver.news. Victory. Trans movement may not recover from this devastating legal blow. The violent and dangerous trans movement just took its biggest and most devastating blow yet, and if this keeps up across the nation, the trans groomers will soon be out of business. In a 2-1 decision, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals dismissed a lawsuit from the American Civil Liberties Union and families of trans-identifying children. The federal court meticulously refuted point-by-point each misleading argument put forth by transvestite activists. It was a brutal blow, and one that conservative activist Matt Walsh celebrated. I'm going to skip past the Matt Walsh quotes and just get to the meat of this one here. The court also had a message for trans activists, reminding them they're not marginalized people. As the court pointed out, it's tough to claim marginalization when you've got the backing of government, big pharma, and corporate America. Ladies and gentlemen, the link will be down in the uh, description if you want to read the entire briefing. And this is how it's won. It's got to be won in the courts. You can go out there, protest all day long, and that's great. That's great. But let's be honest. That's like two minutes of hate from 1984. They really don't listen. We go to the school boards all the time, and we're pleading our hearts out. And you can just see the vacant stares in every one of these board members' face. They don't care. It's George Orwell's two minutes of hate from 1984, and that's it. It's it. It's a charade. Don't stop doing it. Squeaky wheels still get some grease, but the best way that we are going to beat these people is at their own game, and it is going to be in these courts, and it's not even going to be first round. It's going to go to the appellate courts. It just has to. 
That is why it is critical that if you've got a couple extra bucks in your pocket, you help fund some of these groups that are willing to take this monster on head on. It is an expensive game, and we need every single penny to help. We are going down a path in this country, and it starts with the schools, but it's going into everything. Look at our military, for goodness sakes. We were reading some articles earlier this week about the Army and their recruiting goals, how they can't get anybody in. 8,000 soldiers that were uh, discharged because they didn't take the vaccine. Only 43 came back because they feel betrayed. They feel like they got lied to by their own government. They were put in health's harm's way by their own government. And then they're just asked to come back like, oh, well, you know, our bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no. And this endless recruitment that the military is doing now to try to get more trans, gay, bi, LGBTQ plus service members into it. Dude, let's just have somebody who's qualified. I don't care who you are, what you are, or how you dress. If you're flying the plane that I'm sitting on, or if you're defending the country that I live in, I just want the most qualified. But I could tell you this, as somebody who comes from a line of military family and myself served in the military, my children were considering it and I told them no. Now is absolutely not the time. I mean, thank goodness that vax mandate went away because that was an immediate no-go. But now that the vax mandate's finally been rescinded, I don't want my child standing on the battle lines against Boris and the rest of the Kremlin and somebody with a safe space card in their pocket who gets triggered easily, who's more focused on cutting their genitalia off and virtue signaling a pop culture phenomenon. I don't want that person having my kids back and my kids don't feel safe going into it either because if that's the focus of our military, we are in a very bad spot. Nobody wants to stand there and, and, put their lives in the hand of somebody who is clearly mental ill. I'm sorry. It is what it is, but there's a reason why this wasn't encouraged in our old military when we were a strong country is because that's how we maintained being a strong country with a strong military. We are the laughing stock of the entire world. When I was younger, I work the ham radios a lot. So I like to talk to people across the globe and get different opinions from all over. <clears throat> I remember we would be on the radios talking to folks from Australia, people from Egypt, from all over the globe. And America was known for tough things. We were known to be the a little cocky, but very badass and tough cowboys and cigarettes and, and toughness. We are known as the leaders of the LGBTQ plus movement right now. And the LGB part of that, most of the world didn't really even have too much of an issue. It's when you take it to this next crazy level where you're dressing children like circus clowns and trying to get everybody else to use various different pronouns. Many of them aren't even words. Zim, zur, his, zix, mix, mix this, that. You guys are idiots. And we are not playing along any longer. Love that these judges are getting involved here. But it starts in the schools. Military is just that next level of indoctrination. For those of the kids that don't go to the college route where they can indoctrinate them, then they join the military and now we're getting them in there. Enough is enough. Well, joining us next segment is somebody that is oh too familiar with these tyrannical tactics and how they start in the schools, bleed over to the military, and eventually corrupt an entire country. Political prisoner from Nicaragua, Jaime Ariano is going to be joining us in a few minutes. Former independent political news commentator who made the terrible mistake of calling out the government's corruption. He was viciously assaulted, and it started off the same way it always does, just through simple harassments and mail and phone calls, and it started escalating to where the Ortega regime, President Ortega's cronies, just like Joe Biden and his Antifa cronies, began harassing, physically threatening. There was death attempts on his life. He was arrested and put in a jail cell and abused for two years straight, medical problems ignored, while he had to suffer through it only to get to the end result where they exiled him out of the country. He had no idea where he was going to end up. And I guess, thank God, he ended up here in the United States of America. 
But some of the conversation that we had had is really disturbing when you look at the similarities of tyranny between Nicaragua back then and America today. Check this out. All right. Hi, Amy. Uh, well, thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Uh, how is everything? All right. Uh, I guess uh, getting better every every day, but at, least, but at the same time, uh, being worried about the situation that, that is happening here in the United States. So you can say you can split between the good news, so I'm getting better health-wise, health wise, and uh, getting 50% getting worried about that I... I barely got out alive of one situation and coming to a country that is going through the same thing that we already been through in, in my country and in Latin America. So let's put it, say, let's say split is split, 50-50. Very good. Well, we showed a couple of uh, stories and went over your story over here to our audience. But um, for, for those of the listeners that, that only got a brief synopsis uh, from what we went over in the articles, can you tell us a little bit like your version of the story, you know, so here you are one day, you're in Nicaragua, you're a reporter, you're doing political commentary and president Ortega fired back and started an all out campaign to assault the media. And you were one of the uh, 222, I believe victims that were uh, mistreated for lack of a better word. So can you go tell us a little bit more about your story? Oh, sure. Sure. Thank you, Jason. Uh, uh... Well, I, I've been fighting socialists and communists in, in my country for more over 30 years. I'm a journalist. Uh, I have my own TV show and my own radio show in my country. It was, uh, I have an audience of about 1.2 million people in a country of six, six and a half million people. So it was a very popular uh, show. And we, we start fighting for democracy, we start fighting for fair election, we start fighting for uh, equal justice for everybody, and we start fighting for the moral values that our country, and most of Latin American country, and almost all the world has been has been found on it. But as the socialists try to to take or destroy it. And we 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 were start we were fighting against the adoctrination in our their children in school the destroying of the economy and the using of the weaponizing of the institution, the justice the, to uh, eliminate uh, political people and eliminate or intimidate people that do not think like the government want to, want you to think. And uh, after what, quite of, uh, after 30 years, and I, I was, uh, the government tried to kill me like three, four times. Finally, in 2021, uh, the government using the Justice Department uh, accused us, uh, put us in jail, and they, they accused us of terrorists and uh, being dangerous to the revolution, the Sandinista revolution. So I was sentenced to 13 years in, in jail. Uh, and uh, during the time I was in captivity, I had a, a stroke and a, a small heart attack. Uh, I thought, to tell you the truth, I, I never would come out, would come out alive out of that. And uh, they offered me the, they didn't give me any medical attention. They offered me the medical attention uh, with a one condition if I testify against all the political prisoners. And uh, um, I cannot say for, for respect of your audience the, the answer I, I gave them, right? Uh, so, but, uh, so I didn't get any medical attention in, in February of nine of this year. The U.S. government made some type of deal with uh, uh, Ortega regime, and uh, they sent a plane. Uh, the United States sent a plane, and, and we they, we were brought up. Uh, they picked us up in Nicaragua, and we were brought up 222 political prisoners to Washington. Uh, I came out of the, the the plane straight to the hospital, and after uh, recuperating a little bit, uh, uh, I was. Uh, granted a, a humanitarian parole uh, and uh, I had the chance to apply for a political asylum, which I ha- I, I haven't and I, and I will not uh, look for a political asylum. And uh, I came back uh, to Florida in Tampa where my son lived and uh, after recuperating, being in treatment and, and getting better, I started to catch up. Uh, with the news and, and everything, because during those 
two years that I was in, under captivity, I was isolated. I wasn't able to talk to anybody. I wasn't able, able to read news or find out news or my, from my country and, and not, not the other country. So uh, I wasn't allowed near the sun. Uh, so I, I, that's what I said. I thought that I never come out alive with that one. But when I came here and started to recuperate and start reading and seeing what, what is happening in this country, I, I, I start worried because I see a lot of similarities from what is happening in this country to what already happened to us in, in Latin America, in my country, and other Latin American countries that has fallen to the socialists and the communists. The way I see a lot of similarity when I see parents, uh, they being called an extremist group or a, or a terrorist group because you want to get involved in the education uh, of your children and because you want to you, you react uh, with outrageous uh, saying that, that uh, the indoctrination that is going on in the school, you, you want to be stopped. And uh, then they, they send the Justice Department to, to, to try to intimidate or block the, the, the concern and the action of the parents that want to stop this indoctrination. That's exactly what happened in our country. When I see the IRA being used to spy on churches and to spy to see what people do in churches or what they say and how they say and who do, what they talk, that's exactly what is happening, happening already in, in our country. When uh, I see the Justice Department uh, being used as a weapon to intimidate parents, to intimidate journalists, to intimidate uh, political adversaries, to intimidate people that do not think like they want you to think. That's exactly what happened to our country. So when I see the health department doing, being used as a, as a weapon, when I see the education uh, department, uh, the school, the school board used uh, as a weapon to, uh, to the doctrine to submit or children or grandchildren to the indoctrination that 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 they have a, a trying to 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 change and destroy the moral values that this country was built on, that the families been on uh, built on it for decades for centuries, is exactly what happened to to our country, and uh, unfortunately we react late, and that's where we lost our country. Now I think the United States people, the U.S. citizens, uh, have to react. And, and be aware of what is happening to the United States because if you react too late, it's gonna be, the, the story is going to be exactly the same as happened to, to us in, in Latin America, in, in, in Nicaragua, Venezuela, Cuba, Colombia. And you, can, you can name a lot of Latin American countries what we didn't react to, to what, what was happening. And I see, and I see the same thing uh, that is happening in, the, in this country. Uh, so... Uh, I think that that's, that could be my, my initial uh, statement. Well, you, you mentioned the indoctrination that was going on in the schools in Nicaragua. So if we could piggyback off of that a second, what, was it the same type of um, situation that we're dealing with in our schools now where there's this rainbow coalition and the sexual immorality, or was it more of a politically based thing? I think it was, was, was a combination of both. Uh, but more, more, uh, more as a political, right? Saying that the socialist values are more important than the Christian values, uh, trying to say that they, they're trying to uh, destroy the the parents' right to the education of their children, and uh, that's what happened to to in our country trying to dis the, uh, separate the children uh, to, to the parents, to education that the parents wanted to have. Uh, that happened to our country. I, I, I didn't see it. That it's, it's not that much uh, as uh, the agenda of the LGBTQTB. I don't know. I don't remember how many letters are here in, in that one. But, but, but it, it, was, it, was, it, it was the end was the same. The, destroy the more the moral values, destroy the the uh, religion, the Catholic, the Christian religion, 
and uh, and, and try to pro promote the the abortion, uh, promote the uh, or destroy the the right of the parents to uh, to have a say in the education of, of of your children. That's exactly what happened in uh, in Nicaragua. It's happening here, but here it's, it's, it's even worse because they try to. The, the way they try to the way they try to destroy this is is to try to impose uh, the the LGTB or LGQB or whatever the, the, the different letters are, uh, uh, and it's worse because uh, almost uh, you you see it uh, when when they say that it's alright for a for a uh, eleven years old uh, children boy saying from one day to another one I know I know I decide I don't want to be a, a a boy now want to be a girl, and uh, and the school want to hide that from uh, the parents, and, and they try to uh, 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 promote uh, that the, uh, the changes, uh, the chemical changes, and they they try to impose it, and they they try to make like it's normal for a uh, eleven years old to share the same bathroom of a eleven year old girl. Uh, and uh, that he can shower in the locker room and expose her pri her pri his private part in front of your 10 or 11 years old daughter or granddaughter uh, that's 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 really dangerous when you see a lot of uh, school uh, books that 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 want to promote uh, the their agenda and they try to impose it and see it like a normal if uh, uh, that's 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 dangerous that's that's part of the of the plan uh, to destroy uh, this country that's the plan to to have socialist uh, uh, the socialist agenda the 2030 agenda uh, being imposed in, in, in the united states so is 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 ridiculous yeah well it's holds same similarities it's the destruction of the family fabric destruction of the nuclear family, destruction of faith. It's to make sure that people are obedient and complicit to government propaganda. And there's no, not many differences from what happened in Nicaragua, which has happened in Nazi Germany, which has happened in Stalin's Russia or uh, the Soviet Union. And, and now we do see that those similarities coming here into America. Uh, so a question, though, as a political news reporter, how do you feel that the role of journalism in promoting democracy and combating corruption, both in Nicaragua and the United States, comes into play. Well, in, in Nicaragua, the, the, we had a we the most watched program. Uh, fortunately, was run by independent journalists that we were willing to fight corruption, willing to fight socialists and communists. That's why. The government uh, was forced to shut down and confiscate uh, most of the TV station in Nicaragua. Either they confiscated or they or they forced the owner to sell them to their government, and uh, until they put us in jail. Here, I think uh, the the main media is 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 they already part, they are part of that the agenda. Uh, they are part of the the the, the socialist agenda. That they want to impose in uh, in the United States, I I don't see that investigation journalists like they it used to be in this country. Uh, we all journalists used to look up to the journalists in in the United States uh, because of the professionalism that they were they, they used to be conduct, and uh, uh, that's that's no longer here. You see, most of the uh, station, the main station. Uh, uh, be part of the agenda. Try to impose the the, the agenda, and try to 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 sell a different reality that was happening in uh, in the United States. So, uh, unfortunately, that's why the 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 fight to save this country is is going to be is, is harder. It's going to be harder because you're going to have to fight to fight the misleading. Uh, media or most of the media that are uh, in, the, in the United States. That's why this uh, the the technical advance now the program like the podcast like you doing the 
the internet, the YouTube, the X or Twitter, uh, Facebook, and, and people are, are fighting. And the way you are, you're doing the youth program, that's one way to fight the socialists. And that way, that's one way to fight the main media that want to mislead this country. That's why the, is, is, uh, I applaud uh, the effort you do it. And, and, and I congratulation. And you and your, and you are doing your part to save your family and to save your country because you're fighting a well-organized, well-financed uh, socialist agenda that include media, that include the institution, that include the school board, that include a lot of things that that uh, because uh, they are well, well, well ahead of 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 uh, to trying to destroy this country so it's going to take a, a strong effort it's going to take a strong commitment from parents from grandparents from women men uh, that have to assume the commitment to defend this country uh, the fight is got to be from the bottom all the way to up up uh, you have to recuperate the school board to try to stop the indoctrination, you have to uh, change and uh, take control of the councilmen, co uh, take, uh, take control of the state representative, stay, take control of the Congress, take control of the Senate, take control of uh, even the, uh, especially the presidency. But everything has to be the, the, is from the bottom up, because if you don't do that, uh, you, you're going to lose this country. Now, in Nicaragua, it seems like the Ortega regime managed to subside the 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 people that were that that were under it. So how did um how did how how did you watch the evolution of people fall into the propaganda? Because it, it had to have started small and then grow bigger to where a large majority of the people became supportive of that ideology, just like the population from 1920 to 1940s Germany. What what would you say was one of the biggest contributing factors to that decline in people's just rational okay. thought and, and belief or, in the or, nuclear or, or 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 situation was a little was a different because we we have basically two civil war. Right? We fought one dictatorship in the between the 60s to the 70s to the early 80s uh, we fought a dictatorship uh, for 40 years uh, a, a right wing dictatorship let's put it this way or, or, or uh, dictatorship are bad either for the left or the right people don't want any type of dictatorship so we fight that then the socialists when cuba uh, fought to fidel castro then we 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 had a, a he started promoting the, the communists in, in Central America and Nicaragua. Uh, they established the Sandinistas Revolution, established a lefty government, and we have another civil war there where more than 50,000 Nicaraguans died and more than 250,000 were injured, barely, uh, really hard injured. And so we, we, uh, we fought two civil wars in Nicaragua. Then... Uh, we start to try to rebuild democracy in Nicaragua, but the socialists, uh, they, they are, like I said, they're well-financed, well-organized, and, and we reacted too late to the signs. Uh, we were too complacent, let's say this, this, the, the, let's put it that way, because we, we didn't react to the destruction of the institution. We didn't react to the indoctrination in our school. We, we 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 thought okay this that's part of democracy we have to that's the uh, the the part that everybody has the right to think the way they, any any way they want but they, they, we didn't react to the indoctrination plus then you have a, a president like Chavez in Venezuela with all the oil power all the oil money and he start financing the uh, Ortega's regime so we we reacted too late and, and part of the process. Of destroying the country was destroying the economy, destroying the education. When you have a country that is not educated, that is not prepared, they are easy that they will depend on the government 
depend of the gift that the government give you. And instead of like we say in, in, in Spanish, instead of learning, teaching the people how to fish, they, they want the people to get used to receive the fish free because then you're going to depend on the government. And that's, that's how they destroy Nicaragua. And that's exactly what they're doing here with the economy in this country. When you, when you, when you see all, all the government trying to give you all the free spend money, and they, 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 they try to, to, to make you lazy so you don't work, so you depend on the government. That's part of the, of the plan to destroy uh, the United States. Uh, uh, that's so when, when the economy was, was going downhill, uh, we, we thought we, we didn't react to to see what was the plan of the Ortega regime, and uh, until the, it was too late because, because it, it, it's a very complex plan to take over the country. Okay, they they first they destroyed the education, they tried to de- they destroy the, the 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 family, the unit family. They tried to divide the family, which they they did. They, they want the people to be dependent on the government to survive. They don't want you to think independently. They don't want you to be uh, financially uh, free, financially able to, to, to pay your debt and everything. They want you to depend on, on the government. And so that's the, if, you, if you add everything up, that's how they take over. If you start thinking about what is happening in the United States, all the free money that Biden is trying to give or giving, uh, putting this country in a debt, make all the decisions that, that have this country, what, the worst inflation in, in decades, uh, see the, the crisis in the border. So that, that's, that's, uh, that's is how, how we, 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 we lost our country. And you say that, and, and it's in, undeniable. In, in our country, let's put it this way, in our country, they, they they create they they, they want the, the poor people the to 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 be to increase the volume of, of, of poor people for what because then with the money that they give they they give from Chavez uh, they get from Chavez then they buy rice they buy beans they buy goods uh, and they start giving it away to the people they start to put the uh, trailers they go to to neighbors and say okay you don't have money to buy rice or beans or eggs or, or, or whatever goods they are, we're going to give it to you away. And so the people say, oh, thank God, my government loved me. My government is taking care of me. Instead of saying, hey, wait, I don't want free beans. I don't want free rice. I want work. I want to work for, for whatever I need and for what my family needs. So when they, 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 type, they create that dependency, that's why that's one that's one way for the people to accommodate and, and don't react the way it's supposed to react, and, and that's exactly what is happening here. And that's one 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 plan. Look, I, I was I was I was reading in in a, a yesterday. I, I was saw the official numbers of the a, open borders policy that Biden has. Okay, and this they have they say there was around 2.4 million people came into illegally in this country through the open borders. Okay, imagine, imagine, and let's let's say let be let's say let be conservative about it that the enemies of this country, the part of the socialists that want to destroy this country, want to destroy the city, want to destroy the the way of living of this country. Imagine 10 percent. Or those people are infiltrated, are enemy of the United States. That's 240,000 people that are already inside the United States, ready to destroy this country, ready to, to wait the order to, to destroy it, or they're already doing it. Look, look how raised they, they raised the, 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 the criminal offense is, is being raised in almost all the country, all over around the country. That, that's part of, of, of a plan to destroy this country. When, when you see President Biden and this administration, uh, you can you they were they were putting in in the in the worst, they put the United States in the worst possible position. When when your friends doesn't trust you and your enemy are not afraid of you, 
I mean, you cannot be in a worse, uh, worse position. Your country cannot be in a worse position. And that's why that's what is happening uh, to the United States. When you see China, you see Russia, you see Iran, and the principal officials of those countries travel all over, all around Latin America and, uh, and uh, try to uh, take help the dictatorship, the lefty dictatorship in this country stay in power and even get other countries to, to fall to them. And, and all of a sudden, you see the, this, this rush of immigrants coming from all Latin American countries to the United States when, when you see the Mexican president López Obrador saying in, a, in national TV, inviting all immigrants from different countries to go to Mexico and that Mexico going to help uh, all the immigrants to, to go through the, to, 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 to the United States. I mean, that's, that's part of a plan, part of a plan that Russia is helping, that China is helping, that Iran is helping, that North Korea is helping. Uh, because uh, you can, uh, and I, and I uh, challenge the, your viewers to look around the news and you're going to find the, in the last four or five months, uh, the, the equal of the Secretary of State of the United States, the Secretary of State of Russia, the Secretary of State of China, the Secretary, the Vice President and the President of Iran uh, travel to about... 10 Latin American countries. And all those countries, after they're busy, already they have, they allow people and they help people to flee their country to try to come to the United States. It, 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 every, everything is, is, is a part of a plan. I mean, you may think, hey, this, this look like, this guy may think this is, is look, he's saying a, a, a movie story. But it's not a movie story. It's, it's reality. And you see what's happening in your city. See what's happening in your, in your state. See what's happening in your school. And, and you're going to realize that you start adding everything together. And, and you're going to find that this is that the United States is under siege in this country. But how do we try to convince people that just aren't getting it? You know, we've got folks like you that have come in from distraught countries. We've got people from all over the globe, from third world countries who are trying to set off the warning bells. Uh, your independent media, we've got independent journalists that are trying to get this message out, but it keeps getting stifled and down and shut. So how do we convince the folks that are willfully ignorant that this is the last call? This is the last stand. I mean, you're here in America defending this country because you want your country to survive. This is it. How do we convince these people that are just willfully ignorant to, to come on board and, and help save America and save the rest of the world? Well, first, I think the, the first step is like, like you do it, like you do it. Everybody has to assume uh, their, their responsibility. Their, their parents, they, they have to assume the responsibility of fighting for their family, for their children. The grandparents has to assume the responsibility, and then you have to talk. You have to do the the, the, the You have to work on it. You have you have to have the commitment to 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 do whatever is necessary to defend your family, to defend your country, to defend your way of life. Because most of the people, and I understand that most of the people think that oh, this politics is dirty. I don't want to get involved. That's a mafia or whatever. I just want to do my job from eight o'clock to six o'clock, and then I want to go back to my house, stay with my wife, my children, have a beer, watch a game, or go bowling, or weekends I want to go and play golf or whatever, whatever, or go fishing or whatever. Because uh, politics, I don't want to get involved, and uh, I don't eat from politics. I, it doesn't affect me. That's the biggest mistake. That the, that's the, they want you to do not to get involved. So people have to realize that if you don't get involved, sooner or later, it's going to affect you. Sooner or later, it's going to affect your way of life. They are already affecting your children or your grandchildren in the indoctrination that's going on in the school. So the, the, this, this, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I, I told you in my early comments that, that we're already behind. The United States people are already behind 
because you're going to you're starting to react now. You 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 realize that, and that's why you're fighting. That's why you're doing this podcast. That's why you have your foundation. That's why you have your movement to 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 fight against the indoctrination in the school. Then then you have to convince and to talk to other people and say it it, it talk to about the truth. Listen, say did you see this is coincidence that this is happening in in, in the border that this is happening in the school, that the weaponizing of the institution, that 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 parents are 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 uh, uh, being calling extreme group of terrorists because you want to stop the indoctrination of your school because you want to get involved in the indoctrination of your school. So th- this this is uh, uh, this is this going to be is is a is a, 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 a it, it take a lot of it's going to take a lot of commitment from people like you are uh, to convince your neighbors. To convince the rest of your family, to convince whoever is not convinced, listen, this is the reality. And 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 people like like me, people that we already live it, and, and, and we realize that we made a mistake because we reacted too late. And we we're gonna we're gonna try to help you guys realize and give you an example of what we live. Because what we are, you're going through, we already went through already in our country. Our problem was that we reacted too late. And I think right now it's, it's, it's not really too late to save this country, but you are way behind. So you have to allow it to catch up. And I think the next, uh, this, uh, the rest of this year and next year, and the election of 2024 are going to be one of the most important elections in decades for this country and the rest of the world. Because... Uh, you say something about uh, your last comment. Okay, I, why I want to help the U.S. citizen? Why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you all this? Why be, I want to help the United States be safe? Because the only way I can save my country is to save the United States. Because if the, if the United States falls, then, uh, then the rest of the world will just keep falling. Uh, so we, we need to save the United States so we have a chance to recuperate our country. And that's exactly right. We are the last hope. We're the last bastion. We are the country that was founded off that 3% that defended liberty and freedom. And it's 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 inspiring to see that we've got folks that are coming from other countries who are political prisoners and exiles defending America. But where's the damn Americans? It's time for every damn American to stand up and really get on the fence. We are running a little bit low on time. So I did want to ask you one question. The question of the year that nobody's been able to answer was what a woman, what is a woman? I I don't want to ask that because I think there's an easier one. So what is a man, Amy? What is a man? I think God would God say uh, they put men and woman in the world. I mean, if if you have the, I mean, I don't know how to how to say it in English, but I mean, there is nothing in between. Okay, you, either you are a man or you are a woman. If you are what a is man, it, you what is it to a be woman. a man? What is it to be a man? What is a man? Well, that's a tough. That's that's. I I, I never I never I I I guess uh, depend on how 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 you see it. A uh, man is a is is a is a is a man that that uh, usually is the head of the family that assume the responsibility to fight for your family, to be the head of the family, to uh, fight for the well welfare of your or your son, uh, your daughter, your family. Is the one that fight for the moral value that we were brought on. That's that's a man, but that's not a job only for a man. It's a job for a woman too. But it, it's no way as a, as a Christian, as a Catholic, that that the the never in the Bibles you're gonna see uh, that said that the man can become a woman or a woman can become a man or a man can marry another a man or a woman can marry another woman. It doesn't say in the Bible, and I I believe the I am a I'm, I'm a Christian follower and believer, and and, uh, and that's what they want to destroy. A man is supposed to take care of his own, and that's exactly it's, right. Yeah, I like that. 
I like that. Well, hi, Amy. I wanted to thank you for coming on and joining us. Uh, hopefully we can get together and have a lot more conversations as you and I go through the next uh, couple years of this battle to try to save the last bastion of freedom that we have left in the world. So thank you for joining us. No, I, wa I want you to thank you. And I wanted to congratulate you because uh, more the, for the people that are watching us, uh, they have to assume the commitment that you assume that you already did. And they have to. Uh, we we can we can fight this in different ways, but what we can what the people cannot do is stand by and wait for another person. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what an inspirational gentleman and what a powerful story that he has to tell, and terrifying, terrifying to hear it from somebody who's lived through this firsthand and unfortunately watching it happen again. And ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you to get up off of your butts and start doing something. We're importing patriots from other countries at this point. It's time for America to stand. For goodness sakes, we are the leaders of the free world. 1776, we took control from a tyrannical government and created the greatest nation that has ever been. It's time to do it again, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not the time to grab rifles and head out in the streets. No, this battle is going to be in the courtrooms and at the board meetings. So you've got to get out there and you've got to take care of it. As promised, we've got some more Looney Tune videos that we wanted to show you. The great folks at Florida Straits always like to comb through the depraved halls of TikTok to find all of these folks that are openly either grooming your children or insulting straight people, which supposedly they never do. But hey, check this out. I don't care if you don't like me. The voices in my head do. And we party pretty hard. Bisexuals, this is just a reminder that you need to unbutton your button down one button for every week of pride or else you turn straight on June 30th. Thank you. I think it's a common misconception that gay people don't hang out with straight people. I love my straight friends. Every time we hang out, I'm so glad that they came because I know they don't do that a lot. Well, I mean, these people are clowns, and I love the fact that they play circus music and Looney Tunes music in the background because it is probably the most accurate uh, background music you could find. This just blows my mind. That little cartoon that they had there in that middle segment, too, if you had paid attention to it, it starts off with the you know, straight child in kindergarten and progresses every year until that seventh grade, they're gay with a middle finger up in the air. On average, a seventh grader is 12, 13 years old. Hmm, this is just like that video that we saw earlier, though, isn't it? We got to start when they're hitting puberty and try to get them younger. That is a cartoon that's promoted to children under 12 years old to encourage them into this lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, Christians don't do this. This is disturbing. And it's because you need to recruit a new generation. We're not stupid. You can't do it yourself. But enough is enough. If it's not an organic movement, then let it die. I'm sorry, corporate America. You've got all your money invested into this rainbow cult. Well, you know what? It's wrong. Give it up. Hugo Boss, Volkswagen, IBM. They had a ton of money invested in Nazi Germany, too. And guess what? That turned out to be a bomb, and they had to give it up. Unreal. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's bringing us close to the end of this episode. But if you want to support us directly. Visit the links in the description below. Head on over to our Patreon page or our Locals community where you can subscribe for $5 a month and get access to exclusive content and early uploads. And of course, best of all, help this podcast out as well. If you would like to support this podcast, but have your money go towards a nonprofit organization that is trying to act 
actively defend our children's innocence. I won't be offended. I'd rather you give them your money anyway. You can head on over to the Florida Straits shop at floridastraits.com forward slash shop, and you can pick yourself up one of our Straight Talk t-shirts or any one of their Straight Pie t-shirts. Help the cause over there. But if you want a sweet way to help out the podcast, introducing makehoneygreatagain.com. Head on over to that website. You're going to use promo code STRAIGHT. This is some of the best honey that money can buy. It is made by hand and bee. Goes straight from bee to bottle. All local jobs created. And let's just be honest, it is a phenomenal honey product. And best of all, it's in the shape of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. So if you've got some conservative friends that you want to get an early Christmas present for or just send them a nice little gift in the mail, makehoneygreatagain.com, promo code straight. And if you have some liberal friends that you just want to trigger, but you want to do it in a sweet and nice way, pick up a bottle of this, makehoneygreatagain.com, promo code straight. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of Straight Talk. I am your host, Jason Brunt, and we will see you next week.